All right. Good. Give me more. You're actually li- literally like low on the mic today. That's because I was low on the voice. Come on, go a little higher. Higher. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you were just imitating Joe Pesci. Okay, okay, okay. Give me, give me some Joe Pesci. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay, okay. okay I, I don't think either one of us are really all that good at that. No, Pesci's his own person. Okay, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> all right, so I was reading something earlier, and I thought I'd bring it up. It was kind of a funny thing. I had talked to a, a company the other day. And they were telling me about this driver that had a few accidents. A few? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, here's... I'm going to read to you this. All okay. right. This is what the guy has. He's trying to get a job. He said, uh, let's see, ran into a ditch because he came up on someone too fast. So he wasn't paying attention and right. he ran into the ditch. So he wouldn't hit somebody, them. ran into a ditch. But that's okay. not the only thing he had. He had, here's what else this guy had. Now, this is, you know, this is a driver. Listen, we're all drivers that listen to this, and, and these are things we need to watch out for. So, you know, I mean, I don't want to make fun of somebody, but, you know, the comments are what kills me. All right, a second accident he had, or incident, and you guys got to know, an incident, when a, uh, somebody's potentially hiring you, you may get a stickler for a safety director that calls an incident an accident. This one was, he ran over a sprinklers. That's Brock. A sprinklers? I sound like the guy on um, Man in Black. Oh, What was his name? The, 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 the guy, that, the bug, that he ate the first guy. What was his name? Uh, oh, I can't think of it, man. The I, Roach. Yeah, the Roach. What was his name? He was like a Wilbur. Was it Gerald? It's a Wilbur suit. Ger- I can't, no, it's not Wilbur. No. I can't remember the guy's Gerald. name. Gerald. No, it's, it's, it's a J. Yeah. Anyways, forget that. Listen to this. His second incident was he ran over a sprinkler system at the Dollar General. So he was working for a Dollar General, and that was one of his incidents. That's number two. This is all in the last, I think it goes back to 11 of 2015. So he's got six. Yes, exactly. It's, it's six. Um, the, sec, the, the next one was um, he was at a customer on ice. Oh, and this one here, I kind of sided with him a little bit on this one. Um, you know, I, I'm saying I would side with him on this one. Uh, but in uh, a couple years ago, he was at a customer's parking lot, and he was on ice, and he had to be towed. Personally, I think the company... The company should have taken care of that because they should have their parking lot free listen, of ice. I've seen, I've seen drivers... You, you know, look, you, you pull into a customer in the winter, and... Okay, it's been plowed, and they tell you to back down into the dock, and there's literally a a downgrade to back right, in there. Right, a sheet of ice. Right, and you know you get empty, you go to pull out, and you're just spinning your wheels. Mm-hmm. Now th- this driver, which I'm on his side on this one, okay, got this marked up as an accident. Now I don't know the exact. It says he was stuck on ice. He had to be pulled forward to get moving you remember when when i was a driver mm-hmm. years and years ago now i know exactly what one you're talking about right i came home dropped my trailer i used to drop my trailer about less than a mile from the house and i bobtailed home and there was a bar room right across from where we lived at the time we were a young couple and uh i came out what like four Sunday. in the morning well i'm just saying i i i came out like two days later I think I got home on Saturday morning, and I was going to leave Sunday night late to head down to Allentown, I think, with a load. And so I went out to start the truck. It was like 4 in the morning, and I went to pull forward, 
And in my bobtail, I couldn't move. And I was on flat ground, and it kept spinning. I got cat litter. I got the... I, ash. I was Ash. Well, you remember, I was so mad. I was so upset. I was screaming. I was there for like an hour trying to get this thing out. I know the neighbors were waking up. And <laughs> I went in the house for five seconds, and the, the knock on the door, do you remember? The knock on the door? Yeah. And it was Hootie. Oh, the guy's name was Hootie. He yeah. owned Hootie's Bar. Right. Mm -hmm. And I thought he was coming to say, quiet yourself town. And I opened the door going, I I forget what I said to him. I opened the door in like fight mode (laughs) and he goes, oh, no, man, I got some ashes for you (laughs) because he had out of his stoker. he, He got a couple cans of ashes. Well, we laid those ashes underneath there and that did not get it unstuck. Two hours later, the wrecker's coming and literally five seconds of him hooking the winch. To the, to the tow bar on the front of the tractor and literally pulled me five feet and I was on the road. And I don't know, it was like 250 bucks, 350 bucks for him to do all that. And that was annoying. And, it, and all we can really calculate at is came home that Saturday and the tires were hot and they, as, as it parked, it, it melted and formed a little, just a little convex, um, uh, you know, Ugh. shape around the tires, right. and it, it, you couldn't move. It, you, you can hit the interlocks, nothing. There was nothing going to move that truck. Mm-mm. You know, I did find out, what's funny is, years later, I, I, I seen a, a, a scenario. In fact, your brother had told me about it. <laughs> they were on a beach in uh, North Carolina, and people were stuck. You know, they'd get down near the, the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... and uh, you put the wood? There, no, no. This, this guy that was a local there, right... Was uh, they? I guess they didn't have cell phone service. So Keith, your brother, went and asked the guy. He had his hat over his head, like and fishing, like you know, like kind of like in the movies where the guy's propped up. He's got his hat over his eyes and he's semi snoozing, watching his rod at the same time. Well, I guess they walked up to this guy. He was laying on the back of his pickup, and uh, he said, "Hey, um, we don't have a we don't have cell phone service out here. We need to call a wrecker to get us unstuck." And the guy goes, I can get you unstuck in five seconds. And he put his hat back down. And your brother said, well, how? How are you going to do this? He goes, take 10 pounds of air pressure out of each of your tires. Nowhere to lie. They went back, dropped 10, 20 pounds out of the tire, and literally drove off the beach with no problem at all. And I would be willing to bet it would work on ice also. So any of you drivers out there that get stuck. Try it. Let us know. Yeah, try it. it, (laughs) Just drop 10, 20 pounds. You know, to where you can still drive, you know, especially if it's in a bobtail and see if that will at least let you pull out without having to call record service, drive down to the local gas station and pump your tires back up. I'm just telling you that works on a beach. Um, I'm on this driver's side on this. So he, so here's what he's got so far. Uh, So far he had. Running into the ditch to prevent rear-ending someone. Ran over sprinkler system. And if you're running over a sprinkler system, you're in the grass. So, so I mean, that... that, 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 He's not being cool about. Right. I'm I'm telling you, and I know some places are tight as a bugger, but bottom line is... You're a professional. If you're the only one that got nailed for it and nobody else is doing it, then then you can get in and out of there also. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the ice in the lot. Right. So then here's number four. Yeah, the ice in the lot, I'm on his side. Mm Mm-hmm. The number four was backing, hit a hit the uh, the dock the wrong way and knocked his door off. So you know when you're backing and you got those rubber stoppers, mm-hmm. and I guess the door somehow he 
Somehow he hit something, and it well, he had to do something very wrong in order for the door. He had to come in on an angle, and the door couldn't have been all the way right. opened, so he hit it stupid in an angle and smacked it off. Right. And then he has another one. This is his no, fifth? No, this is number six. I said, wait, well, you got one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, this is number six. Okay, you got ran into the ditch, ran over sprinkler. That's two. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I skipped hear, one. I skipped, I skipped one. Was all right? What's that? Was all right? Is I right. That's what Johnny Depp says. I right. All right. So check it out. He struck an overhead object. Okay. okay that's stupid. Um, now, here's what. This is what he's saying. He said a cable happened to be hanging down over the road. And his, I guess his mirror grabbed it. And it pulled the overhead cable down. And the cop said it was his fault. So he apparently didn't see it. Now, I don't know if it was on a back road or if it was in a parking lot or what. And then number six is somehow his lift gate came off on the back of his trailer. It just kind of jumped off. And the company faulted him for that. And my guess is after you've had four or five incidents, accidents, they're going to start thinking you're the problem. And I'm going to tell you, this is the truth. This is so truthful on this one. I've had, I had a driver one time when I was in recruiting, had like five or six, seven incidents, and like four of them were non-preventable, and nobody would hire him. You know why? Hmm. Because they said, I don't care if it's his fault or not. Somewhere along the line, it is his fault, and number two, if it's not his fault, he's one bad luck driver that I don't want to hire. <laughs> I'm just telling you, that's exactly the way safety viewed it. When you got, when you, so, and the reason I, I brought that up, I had... I had a driver once tell me, he said, man, you can't go your whole life driving 70 feet a truck and not hit a bunch of stuff. <laughs> what do you think of that? I mean, how many million milers do we know? We have tons of great safeties. I mean, like as far as like Come the... On, talking like, to the mic, you're like low on the mouse voice. You're killing me. I don't have a mousey voice. You do have a mousey no, voice, and I, I have to edit this. No. All right, go no. ahead. Um, I was saying that we wow, do have a lot cranking. of safe... No, you have me down. I didn't have you <laughs> down, you crapper. Good. We have a lot of drivers out there that have the safe mileage awards and so forth. Yeah, I mean, we have three, four million milers. Exactly. And you, you know what? They're you they're always. You know what? In fact, if you look at his accidents, most million milers will tell you. You say, "How did you get that? How did you go that far?" They always say, "I got out and looked." Right. And if you notice, a lot of his incidents are, are in parking lots. Right. They are so avoidable if you if you literally look. Especially when you're pulling into a, a, a parking lot, look at your surroundings, man. Exactly. It's your pre-trip and your post-trip. You have to look at your surroundings. But I think one of them that really got me is the where he ran into a ditch to prevent from hitting the back of someone, too. That bothers me a lot, too, because, you know, it shows that he wasn't paying attention. Now, I know drivers that will have people pull out in front of them. But they still generally, Troy just accidentally turned the light on in here. I put my sunglasses on. All right, you still have like a forewarning enough where you're not going to be running into a ditch. You know what I mean? Well, I, I agree. And actually, that's actually a good cue to plug CBs. If, if he came up on somebody that was stopped or came up over a hill or around a turn, I don't know what the situation was where all of a sudden you came up on stopped. If you came up on stopped traffic or it was on a blind whatever, See, this is where CBs come in handy. Hey, back it down. There's there's somebody stopped up ahead. Mm-hmm. And then I guarantee you, 
the traffic that was stopped probably didn't get out and go, oh, yeah, he was avoiding me. Don't don't take right, it. Yeah, no, they're gonna. They're not gonna say that. No, they're not gonna say that. So the bottom line with it is, I, I mean, honestly, when you have six credited to your name that are your fault. Yes, he's a six shooter. I, he's, he's, he's a six shooter. <laughs> he's a six pack. No, I I'm just saying. I I am on his side though on the um. Uh, that was weird. The lights just went they out. Just on went its out. Own. <laughs> I, I I am on his side on the ice thing. You know what I mean? Like you, if you're a trucking company, and this is the truth, guys. If, if you're a trucking company and you have a, a driver that has to get towed off a parking lot, I would say probably there's a good chance that ninety percent of it is not his fault if he's getting stuck. By the way, I still have my chest cold. Um, anyways, so it brought up something else that I was thinking of. At least this driver, at least this driver had the um, fortitude or the the class to to actually report the accident. What the one that we was on the ice? Yeah, yeah. At least he at least he had the Noah the the guy we were just named with the six. Well, I don't think he has a choice but to have named some of them because he had to have the help to get out of it. Like the one where he was stuck in the ice in the in the parking lot, he had to get out of there. The one that he um, that he got the uh, sprinkler system, he probably was caught and had no choice but to report it because you know they got him on on video or something. Well, I mean, that's one of the incidents where what I was going to bring up is. You know, you, you, you damage something in, in a parking lot and you pull away. Sometimes you don't get caught. Yeah, every one of his incidences were somewhere where he had to be pulled out or he could have gotten caught because well, he damaged something. But he but he he might not have been caught on the sprinkle. I'm just saying, I give him a little credit for making sure he reported it. And I'm just, I'm gonna, The reason I bring that, I got this scenario. How many times have we seen drivers that were fired for failure to report an accident. Oh, yeah, no, that's true. I, I, I'm going to read this scenario to you. You, you have, I, I actually wrote it down because I wanted to remember it because I thought it was pretty ingenious of me. My socks are ingenious. Your socks are loud. <laughs> Damn. All right, so, okay, so check this out. You're at a truck stop and you back into a driver's mirror. Mm-hmm. Something very minor. The only damage is the mirror, maybe the bracket. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you work out a deal with the guy that you hit and you both agree not to report anything. You go in and you buy the mirror for him and everything's all good. There's absolutely no damage. Nobody's going to know. Right. Mm-hmm. Except, now, except here's what happens. The guy that you hit is now j- getting ready to pull out or he walks back in and he realizes something. Hey, wait a second. I'm not guilty of nothing. That guy hit me. Now, if my company finds out about it, I'm getting fired for failure to report an accident because he hit me. What happens if I get back to the shop and they notice the mirror's different Mm -hmm. or something is out of place? Or what happens if one of my fellow drivers seen it, didn't come over, but then nonchalantly uh, mentioned it? To dispatch, or and to that's hit. happened. Well, that's that happened ha- where a company, uh, another company driver, seen um, a driver be in the rat. Yeah. Well, and you know, he you can call him a rat all you want, 
which pretty much you are a rat if you're gonna rat on your 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 another fel- yeah if another. you're if you're ratting on your fellow driver and I know safety directors right now are probably hating me saying this but honestly you know what that I would just let my if if it was my partner driver or not partner but I seen somebody at my company honestly backing into something I would just expect him to take care of it but I didn't get a it's not my duty to follow up and go oh by the way did he report that accident yeah, you're I'm, not going to be the teacher's pet yeah that's and that's really you know that's pretty much but that happens all the time it does somebody rats you out so bottom line is here's what happens now this guy's feeling like oh crap I just made a deal with the guy that actually hit me He's getting off. Nobody knows him. He, he may be a, a one-truck Chuck company, and here I am uh, working for Warner or U.S. Express or J.B. Hunt, where there's thousands of my, my brother truckers around me that might have seen it, and now I'm screwed. If somebody reports it, I'm screwed. Well, it's not. Guess what he does now? Before it's too late, he calls his company, and he says, listen, I want to report an accident. So now, because you didn't report the accident and you think everything's good— now, all of a sudden, your Qualcomm beeps, and your dispatcher or your safety director says, call safety. You call in, and he proceeds to tell you about the accident that you failed to report. And now, guess who's screwed? It's you. So the bottom line is, report the accident. I'm telling you, you're way better off walking in, calling, and going, hey, listen, I backed into somebody. It's just a mirror. Even though that's going to go down on your record, I'm going to tell you what's a worse record. Failure to rep- fired for re- failure to report an accident. In fact, a lot of companies won't hire you for that. Go ahead. No, a lot of them won't. But some of them, they'll respect you a lot more if you do say something about it, even if it well, is. I just don't know a that they'll respect you. That, 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 I, you know, you you know what you're you women go on on like emotions and all that other stuff. No, you're going to get respect. You're not going to get respect because you reported your accident. You're gonna you're gonna get not fired. That's what you're gonna get. A company will respect you more if you report the accident. Not fired. You're getting not fired. No respect. <laughs> Back at you. I'm <laughs> telling you right now. You really think the safety's going, we respect you for not for, for No, a company like... They if, expect you to report if you, the accident. If you, you know, as far as like if you tell, like if I hit someone's mirror and I came to you because I was looking for another job and I say, well, I really only hit the guy's mirror, but I didn't want to not report it. So I reported the accident. They don't care. All they care about is the Just guidelines. Shut up. <laughs> they care about the guidelines. The guidelines. <laughs> All right. Zip. Anyway. zip it. I'll zip it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's true. It's like one of our favorite movies, by the way. What's that? Austin Powers? Zip, zip. it. Right. Scotty. Scotty do. No. Just a little evil. No. All right. Listen. All right. So that's my take on this. If you're a driver out there and, and listen, winter's coming, get prepared. Little slipping and sliding here and no, there. No, there's uh, you, there is things now. They're like those little planks. They're like little track things that you could put under your tires. They're like they're they're the heavy duty plastic that you can slide. They're like little ramps they that you can really slide cool. underneath your 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 tractor tires so that you can pull out of and those types small. of situations. Yeah, they go right in your little um, the little box underneath the the in the cab. You know, underneath your the, utility box. Thank you. You're welcome. That's called the utility box. This is called... No, but seriously, you're right, though. i actually seen that on Facebook on a, on a video. Because we all know Facebook's all right. No, but what's what's <laughs> funny is that is so true. And because what it has is it has, like, grippers, and it'll actually... 
the truck can actually climb right onto it and go. Right. Um, but I'm telling you, I I'm I, I really believe the letting the pressure out of the tire thing will work on the snow. It works in in, well, in Florida. We have a thing called sugar sand. In fact, all beaches there's different ki- types of sand, and sugar sand is like very sucky sand. It's dry, fluffy. It doesn't hold water. I'm telling you, that's really what sucky. It sand. doesn't pack. It's that loose, gravelly, crappy stuff. When you're trying to walk on a beach, your legs are going all over the place. That's sugar sand. It's the ones that where you go to try and drive on it, and you're getting stuck in, and you're swerving like because you can't get any traction. Yeah, in fact, I would like it if a driver, if anybody's ever used the low air pressure thing to get off of ice or snow, right into us and uh, let us know if it if it does work. We'll we'll make an article out of it or something like and that. And if you happen to get stuck, try that first. Video it for us so we can see if it yeah, works. Yeah, that's a good idea, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can make it viral. I wonder if that'll go viral. Mm-hmm. I doubt it. But, getting you know, un- here's another thing. A, si- a simple trick to getting unstuck in the snow, semi-truck style. I guarantee you we can make a big video out of it. Of that. course. I think. Hey, if somebody's out there, will you please get stuck on purpose? <laughs> and just to show us and then get out and go, oh, my gosh, this thing's stuck. What am I going to do? Wait a second. I remember what Talk CDL told me to do. Hook. I don't think they're all going to do I'll, that stupid I'll voice. I'll go ahead and let the air out of my tires. That's my king of the hill thing. <laughs> no, go ahead. Were but you? have the little traction ramps inside your tractor in case that doesn't work. I wonder what they cost mm-hmm. and, and what are they called? I, we're going to update on the next pod because okay. we're actually in the studio this Saturday mm-hmm. and we're going to be doing pods. Mm-hmm. Um, so literally. We I, should get together in, like in a fact, list. This, this pod will be list. up before we're in the studio. So we'll be in the studio on Saturday, October the 6th. Doing pods. If you want to call us, okay, you can dial in at what 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 number should we give them? <laughs> um, you know what? I'm a beatboxer. I know, man. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So if you're looking to be on the pod, shoot us a message on Facebook on on the fifth. If once you hear the pod. If you would like to interview on the pod, you can join us for a show this Saturday. All you need is your phone, and we can mic you in from there. Other than that, I think we're good. I want to, I wanna, on that pod, we'll do what certain things we can do as far as uh, emergency items that you would want to have. You know, like those traction ramps. Um, Maybe like those. those well, I want to find out what they're called. Well, I'm just I'm using that as an example. Traction ramps, but like the uh, heated the the blanket, the thermal not the thermal blanket, but that emergency blanket. Why are you sniffing your mic? It's because it smells like it's like the wires are crossed or something. This mic smells smoky. I'm not kidding you. I, when we're done here, you can it come over. It might be my hot dog that mm. I was eating. No, it's not your hot dog. It's the mic. I can smell. This is a good mic too. Dang it. But, I mean, like, as far as, uh, like, a few items that you should have in your tractor for the winter and, you know. I wonder if my nose sniffing it's picking up on the mic, too. I'll bet it is. It, I heard a few things. So that it. That weird noise that sounded like a dog. Dang. That was Troy. All right. Forget that. <laughs> you didn't hear nothing. It was nothing. Wipe it out your memory. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So, that's cool. Anybody wants to join the pod on the 6th uh, that's hearing this message, uh, message us on Facebook, and then we'll give you a call-in number. I don't want to put the call-in number on here. Not that we don't love everybody. I just don't want 
phone calls. Oh, if we're not prepared, then then yeah. it's really it's it's chaotic. Yeah. So we have to be prepared, and we only like to put on like one or two because if not, you overtalk each other. You see how Troy overtalks me. I never overtalk you, but it's <gasps> really true though. Is she's right? We we only want one or two on at a time. We've actually had like five, six on at a time. It's like nobody can get a word in edgewise. No, it's actually it's it's just a mess. It is a mess. So bottom line, uh, let us know if you want to join the show. Other than that, Ruthann, I I got nothing else. Report your accidents, drivers, and and do yourself a favor. Honestly, if you want to be a million miles safe driver, this is my advice. If you want to make it a million miles, two million, three miles safe driving, get out and look. I'm telling you, you can eliminate. I think they say, I think the statistics is like 80% of all accidents are backups. Something like a 70%. Well, yeah, you, you have to get out and look. You don't, you don't want to make that mistake of having something stupid happen, and then you feel like an idiot. Hey, just listen to this. I'll give you a scenario. You're driving, okay, you've been driving, you pull in, all right, you I'm going to go in, I'm going in door number five. I have to make the face, it's, it's me. It's it's the, I'm so tired, I've been uh, driving uh, for 80 right, hours straight. Hey, I'll even, let me ad lib a little. Uh, I'm just tired, I don't want to get out and look. Right, so what do you do? You, you just whip it around, right, and you line it up, and then you get out and you look, okay? Or, they say, take it around back, and... Uh, Back in one of the slots, we can't take you for a couple hours. Instead of getting out and, and looking, right, you back in the hole. Now, normally, it's okay. But today, today, guess what? There's a piece of wrought iron or angle iron that was on the ground that fell off one of the forklifts and was just around the corner of where you're backing into, and you don't see it. And when you back into it, guess what? Your tractor tire hits it, and it punctures your... Your fuel line or something like that. I've had that, actually. Just something stupid. And guess what? Now it's on your safety record. I'm just saying the stupidest things. Or, or you don't get out and look, and there's, like that driver, there's a low wire hanging. And you catch the low wire. And your safety department says, you should have seen it. I'm just saying, drivers, if you want to really reduce the chances of having incidents, incidents, which will plague you if you have too many of them, Get out and look. It's that some. Get your lazy ass out of your seat and, and walk around the truck and make sure. Do you, you guys remember before you took your pre-trip when you were approaching the vehicle, when your tester was bringing you to the vehicle, you had to say, I don't see any cracks in the window. I don't see any leaks. I don't see anything obstructing anything, blah, blah, blah. Okay? It's the same scenario. Get out and do a walk around your truck. Make sure nothing's overhead. Make sure nothing's going to run o- get run over by your tire and, and break something. I'm telling you, it's in a lifetime, you'll save yourself at least a, bu- a couple of incidents. that Guarantee. Will Guarantee. Guarantee. All right. I think that's it. You got anything else? Mm-mm. You out of here? I'm out of here. Peace. Peace. All right, praise the Lord.